You are listening to Church Unlimited Students, a ministry of Church Unlimited. If God is speaking to you through this podcast, we encourage you to share this resource with your friends. And make sure to connect with us on social media by following at Students. Thank you for listening to Church Unlimited Students. My name's Nate. I'm your student pastor. So glad to be here tonight. Some of y'all, it's your first time. Hey, one of, the, one of the things that I like to do, because I want y'all to pay attention, I'm gonna ask you guys, to put your phone away unless you're reading your Bible on here. And there might be some adults peeking over your shoulder if you're texting or Snapchatting. They might slap you upside the head and say, give me that phone, fool. Is that okay if they do that? You're like, they do that to me? I'm punching an old lady. They're not gonna do that. But, uh, but listen, we do ask that you respect me, respect the people around you, because listen, I promise you, God wants to say something to you tonight. And it might be about what's next it might be about who's next, because that's what we're gonna be talking about for the next four weeks. And I'm excited to share this, guy, share this with you guys. So if you got your Bible in a minute, we'll be reading out of, I think it's Acts 9. I don't even remember the exact passage we're talking about in a second, but you got, if you got your Bible, we're reading there. How many of y'all like TV shows? How many of y'all watch TV shows? What's some of the shows you watch? You, homie, what's your, what show? What's your show you watch? Yeah, what show? What is it? All kinds. Somebody pick out a show you love to watch. You on the end, what show? What, The Walking Dead. How many of y'all like The Walking Dead? I've watched like one episode of that, and I went, okay, I could see how this could get addicting, and I never watched another episode because I don't like to get addicted. One more. What's your show, young lady? What is it? Stranger Things. All right. How many of you all have watched a show, and you're like on the edge of your seat? Sometimes I'll pull out popcorn like I'm at the movie, and you're sitting there, and you're like, there could be like a... a child getting thrown up against the wall right here and a cat flying in midair and you're just like, I have no idea what's going on but right in front of me. Is that what you're like? That's how I am when I watch, when I watch the show. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my goodness, what's gonna happen next? And then it's like, stay tuned next week for walking. And you're like, no! How can they end it there? You get so mad. I used to watch a show, some of y'all have never heard of this. Have y'all ever heard of the show 24? None of you have. There's another show called Alias. Like one weekend I watched the whole series. It was like 24 hours. Yes, I watched 24 hours of TV in one weekend. It was ridiculous, but when you watch it, you can't wait to find out what's next. Like no matter what's going on. How many of you all got a cell phone and you like to text? All of you, you're teenagers, me too. If you've got an iPhone, I don't know what Android or those weird machines that don't work and set people on fire and stuff like that, uh, but but when you got an iPhone, there's a little bubble that pops up. You know what I'm talking about, iPhone users? Yeah. And you're like, what are they gonna say? And you're like, would you hurry up and quit typing a paragraph? And you can't wait to find out what's next. How many of you ever watched a social media war? On Twitter? You ever watched that before? Like people are arguing and getting mad at each other. Shaquille O'Neal and Kevin Durant were arguing with each other this week. And you can't wait to find out what pops up and you're refreshing your feed. Like, what's next? What are they going to say? What are they going to do? How many of you all were alive in 2001? All right, do you remember this? I got my first image. I got about a few, a few images I want to show. Do you all remember this? Does anybody remember that? Why are you laughing? That was like the greatest day of my life when that came out. 
It's the iPod one. It's the first generation iPod. It wasn't even digital. Those were actually buttons that you had to press. I remember the first time I got an iPod, it was one of those. It was like big as my iPhone. It was huge. And so I'm in an airport and I borrowed my brothers and I got some, I don't know, some hip hop music. I love hip hop. And so I'm walking through and I got the headphones in. I feel like I'm in a video and I'm like, wow, yeah. And everybody's looking at me like, who is this white dude that looks like an idiot here? But I loved the iPad, iPod. And so then we're gonna go back further in time. I had one of those. And I would carry CDs with me everywhere. And the headphones looked like they were like Beats headphones before they were actually Beats headphones. They were massive, those are small headphones. But let me go back a little further in time. Y'all remember this? Oh yeah, that's actually a little, we got the pictures confused, but that's an eight track player. You got a record player we'll show. And then there's a cassette player, you go to the cassette player. Like, here's the thing about media today. I remember that, the Walkman, don't judge me. I had that when I was your all's age. Yes, I know I'm an old man. But here's the thing, like, whenever I was a kid, like I had the, the Walkman and I'm like, hey, what's next? And they came out with the CD player that was like that big and you had to carry it around like this, like a baby. But here's the thing, you always wanted to know what was next. You got the iPhone and if you all got the iPhone, what happens is you wanna know what's next. Like what's gonna be the new update? And so you're constantly looking at whenever an update comes on, I'm like, what's gonna happen? And I click that update. We're constantly worried about what is next. And it's a constant issue. Maybe you're in a relationship. How many of y'all are in a dating relationship? You got a boyfriend, a girlfriend, several of y'all. You get your girlfriend next to you, like, what's up, girl? I don't know what he's talking about, but you look beautiful. I hear you. That's what I say to my wife, too, in church. But here's the thing. Then y'all break up, and you're like, who's next? Who's my next victim? And you're laughing, you're like, I did that last week. (laughs) How's he know me? How's he know me? And you're constantly thinking that. But let me ask you a serious question. What's next spiritually? What's next in your relationship with Christ? Because here's the thing that I've learned in being a Christian for a very, very long time, for about 28 years, I believe. And you're like, that means you're older than 28. You old? I know that's why I don't got any hair. Come on. But here's what I've learned is that God's got a new word for us every single day. But we're constantly worried about other things and we're asking what's next. But the truth is God's got something for us right now. And so over the next four weeks, tonight we're talking about who is your next. Next week we're talking about what's your next. The next week is where is your next. And the last week is how is your next. And so we're going to look at Ananias. I want you to say Ananias with me. One, two, three. Let's say it again. One, two, three. Ananias Ananias was a dude and he was a Christian and he's spending time with Jesus. And he's praying and he hears the voice of the Lord say something to him. And he's like, there is no way that was actually the Lord. But let's just listen to what he's saying. In Acts 9, I was right, Acts 9, verse 1. If you don't have your your Bible and you don't want to bring out your phone because you're going to click on that notification, I understand that. I do that sometimes too. The verse is right here. It says this. In Acts 9, 1, it says, he was still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord. And so here's the thing. Ananias was a Christian. This isn't the Christian. We're talking about a dude named Saul. Does anybody know who Saul is in the Bible? Who's Saul? Who'd you, who is it? It's okay, it's okay. Anybody know who Saul is? Who's Saul? He's not a tax collector. Good guess, though. Who's Saul? 
That's exactly right. He killed Christian. That's right, you give me your hand. Listen, all right, anybody ever heard of Osama bin Laden? Anybody ever heard of ISIS? This dude was hanging out with ISIS. He killed the Christians. This dude's name was Saul. He was, listen up please. He was breathing murderous threats and he was grabbing Christians by the throat, by the neck, by a rope and dragging them to prison physically and literally. He was killing Christians. So this dude was a terrorist. And Ananias was told by the Lord, we're gonna look at verse 11. It says this, God says this to Ananias, verse nine, chapter nine, verse 11. It says this, get up and go to the street called Straight. That's an interesting street name, we won't go there. To the house of Judas and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is praying there. So now you might sit there and go, oh, that's Saul, that's, that's Paul, which we're gonna learn how he did, she was right. He had his name changed to Paul and he started winning people to Jesus left and right, he got saved. And so Ananias is hearing this, and he's like, okay, so you're telling me Saul is my next? You're telling me I need to go share the gospel with Saul? This dude's gonna kill me. I'm not going to share the gospel with Saul. He's gonna make fun of me. He's gonna tie a rope around my neck, and he's gonna drag me to prison. God, I mean, I love you and everything, but I'm out. So listen to what Ananias did, because it's crazy to think that he would actually do this. But Ananias answered in verse 13. We're going to read ahead, kind of skipping through this chapter to fly through it. So I'm not reading so much. It says this, Ananias answers, Lord, I've heard many about this man. I've heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. Verse 14. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call upon your name. So you think, I think, and this is an opinion, I believe, but I think a lot of you know who your next is. Not that you're gonna date, not that you're gonna hang out with and develop a relationship with, the next person that you're gonna invite to church, the next person that you're gonna share the gospel with. I would bet you more than anything, some of you all have somebody in mind and you're like, man, that's, that's my Saul. I can't, I can't do it. I don't know what's gonna happen. He's gonna make fun of me. He's gonna defriend me online. He's gonna stop following me. I can't do that, but, but I don't know what to do. See, I think God is telling you and he has told you who your next is to get plugged into fame, to get plugged into church on Sunday morning to share the gospel with or maybe somebody you need to personally invest in to bring to a closer relationship with Jesus. You know, fear is the greatest barrier that keeps us from living out our faith. Because we get caught up and we get so worried about what others think and we get so scared and we just, we just sit there and we just clam up and we don't know what to say. What in the world was that? Was that a shark? Was that Jaws? I don't know what just happened. But listen, we get scared and we worry. Ananias was afraid. He did not want to go to do what God was calling him to do next simply out of fear. In high school, I had a friend named Kyle Drummer. He was a good friend of mine. We went to Florida together before. We went to Myrtle Beach together. This is from, from Kentucky is where I'm originally from. And so we traveled all over the place. We hung out on the weekends. He got into a good bit of trouble. I hung out with him while he got in trouble. I didn't get into a lot of trouble. I was always around those people that did. And so I knew that God was telling me to tell him about himself. And I really just knew, like every time I hung out with him, I'm like, man, I should invite him to church or maybe I should just tell him about my relationship with Christ. I don't know what I should do, but I gotta do something. I know that I need to. So sophomore year went by, junior went by, senior year went by, and I graduated. And I kind of forgot about Kyle. I hadn't talked to him in a while. And then occasionally I'd think about him or I'd see an update on Facebook or something. And I'm like, I'm like oh yeah, Kyle, man, I still need to share the gospel with this cat, but I just, 
I don't want to. Like, I'm so scared. Like, he might judge me or something like that. He's like one of the coolest kids in school, and he was, he was friends with me. And so I, I wouldn't talk to Kyle. And so about probably 10 years went by. I'm married. I got a couple kids. And he messages me on Facebook. This is just a few years ago. And he's like, hey, Nate, what you been up to? I see you're living in Nashville now. Man, what's going on? Uh, I drive through Nashville sometime. And, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is my opportunity like, I didn't take it 15 years ago. Like, get your head in the game, Nate. 15 years ago, I'm like, this is my opportunity. And he said, so I see you're working at a church. What are you doing? I say, hey, man, I'm a, I'm a minister of the gospel. I try not to say I'm just a pastor. I said, I'm a pastor of the gospel. I tell people about Jesus and all this kind of stuff, man, just messaging them. And he said, next time I'm in Nashville, I'll come to your church. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I leave it there. Some of you are like, well, that's good. You invited him to church. No, it wasn't. I never saw him again because he died of a brain aneurysm. And so today he's probably in hell all because of me. And so you're like, no, 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 that's not your fault. Well, yeah, it is. The Lord told me to share the gospel with him. Now, I don't know the whole story. He could have gotten saved and all that kind of stuff. But all I know is God was telling me that you need to share the gospel with your good friend that you've been all over the country with, literally, that you hang out with all the time. And I was too prideful. I was too scared. And then the kid dies and I never see him again. You know how bad that stinks? Like, I hate it. So I got online and I saw it and this, this girl from high school's message, was like 200 of us in a message because he, he literally was one of the coolest kids in school. So literally like everybody's freaking out. And so I'm just on, the, on my computer, probably phone or something with my, with my wife and I just start crying and she's like, what's going on? I'm like Kyle Drummer died. And she's like, who's Kyle Drummer? You never even said his name. And I told her the story and she's like, it's okay. And I'm like, no, it's not. I blew it. He was my next and I knew God was calling me to share the gospel with him, but I got scared and I didn't know what to do. Ananias next was Paul, not a bum on the street, not a kid in the hallway, not a friend who eats lunch with him every day, not a friend from high school, but a man who would kill him. Don't let fear stop you from reaching out to your next. Let's go on in the story. Verse 15, read this verse real quick. But the Lord said to him, to Ananias, that is, go, for he is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and kids of the children, kids and the children of Israel. All right, so now Ananias, a solid Christian, who's, who's already telling people about Jesus and he's doing all kinds of things, God's saying, hey, I'm gonna use him to win more people to Christ than you. And so now Ananias could be like, well, listen, I mean, that, that, that should be me that you're, you're promoting to this permission. I want position. I wanna be your chosen instrument, but he chose Paul, and so Ananias decided that he was gonna be obedient to God even though he was scared, even though he was probably jealous, he was obedient. I can't imagine how he was thinking. He was scared, he was freaked out, he was jealous, he was everything. But Ananias was obedient. Think about this for just a second. What if Ananias wasn't obedient? What would happen? 13 of the 27 books in the New Testament wouldn't have been written. The majority of our faith that we understand about Jesus Christ, we would not know about. And so here's something that you gotta understand. You never know who's on the other side of your obedience. Ananias was called by God to share the gospel with this guy, and he did it. Stephen Furtick once said, he said, extraordinary acts of God begins with, listen to this, ordinary acts of obedience. When God's calling us to do something, when he's asking us to do something, or maybe in his word is just stating it as clear as day, like tell people about me, when he's calling us to be obedient in the little things, that's when he does extraordinary things. Alex Amaya said something like I just said, someone is always standing on the other side of your obedience. In 2017, who's your next? Who are you praying for? 
Who are you inviting to church weekly? Who are you losing sleep over until they surrender their life to Christ? Because here's the reality, and a lot of us don't like to think about this, it's just extreme, it's scary. My friend Kyle, that I was called to share the gospel with, my friend Kyle, there's a very good chance he's in hell right now because of me. His blood is on my shoulders, and I'll never forget that. And it stinks and it drives me crazy that I was so fearful and prideful and scared and worried. But if I would have been obedient, no telling what God would do through me. So ask the Lord, who is my next? To do that, I want you to stop and think. So to ask, to ask the question, who is my next? I want you to ask the question, whose next was I? So you're like, well, what does that mean? Basically, who led you to Christ? My parents led me to Christ. They raised me in a great home. I had an awesome mom and dad. Y'all learned last week that my dad died two years ago. He was an unbelievable man of God. And so I was, I was my parents next, and they led me to Christ. And so I'm gonna challenge y'all to do something in just a minute. I wanna challenge every single one of you to do it. I'm gonna challenge you this week to share a video of who's next you were, and here's how I'm gonna tell you to do this. We're gonna put this up on the screen, and then you can do it in, outside in the lobby, not right here. We're gonna sing a little bit, all that kind of stuff. In fact, the band can come on out because we're gonna sing a little bit after this. All right, reflect on when you got saved and who won you to the Lord, and this is what I want you to do. Record a 15 to 30-second video. I mean, it could be 45 seconds. It doesn't really matter. Instagram allows one minute. It could be one minute. Record a, a few-second video for Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and say, I am thankful that I was whoever's, mine would be mom and dad's, next, and as a result, I gave my life to Jesus. So here's why we're doing that. Because we want you to be bold in your faith. We want you to begin to tell others about Jesus Christ. We want you to live out your relationship with Christ so that others are asking, what's different about him? Why is he always saying no to what everybody else is saying yes to? Why is he always saying yes to what everybody else is saying no to? Why is it on Wednesday he'll never come hang out with us? Why is it in this relationship she'll never do this, this, and this? It's because people should see Christ living through you. And when they do, they're going to be changed as well. And so I want you to record this video, and we'll give you a sheet of paper in a minute when you walk out the door, but I want you to record that video, and I want you to just stand in front of the screen or sit in front of the screen. You can have fun with it. You can be very serious. It might be emotional for some of y'all, but I want all of y'all to do this. And then when you do it, I want you to hashtag fame next, real simple. So if you tweet about something that was said tonight, if you tweet something that, a scripture passage, I want you to hashtag fame next, and then people are gonna be talking about it online, and we want you to invite several friends who might be your next this week. I want you to invite them this week and next week and invite them to next Wednesday night because God's gonna do something big at fame next week. And I believe, listen, I believe several students in this room are thinking about your next. Everybody listen up, please. I believe several students in this room are thinking about who's next. I know who my next is, and even though I don't want to, even though it scares the living daylights out of me, I'm gonna invite them to church. And forget that, forget to invite them to church, I'm just gonna tell them about Jesus. I'm gonna share my personal testimony, how I was once lost, and then I was saved, and then I started living for Jesus, and not everything's perfect, but at the same time, everything's joyful, and I've got hope in him, the one true living God. And so I wanna encourage you guys, be faithful to that. You can do it. It's gonna be challenging. And so let's do this real quick. The band's gonna play for a minute. Let's everybody bow your head and close your eyes. I'm just gonna ask you a couple simple questions. We'll do this almost every week. Let me just ask you this. If you sit there and you say, man, I honestly know, Nate, I gotta be honest with you. 
I know who my next is. Would you just raise your hand? Several of y'all all over the room, at least half of y'all. Leave your hand up. I'm gonna pray for your friend real quick. And you pray for him too. You pray out loud, you pray quietly. I don't care what you do. Let's just pray for your friend. Father God, I pray for these students and adults and myself who has a hand up in the air that represents their next. Give us the boldness, Lord. Because we don't, we, if we're gonna be honest, we're gonna be real. Lord, we don't wanna share the gospel with them. But when we think about the eternal state in the, that they're in, Lord, it just scares us. And so, Lord, I pray that you give them the boldness. Give us the boldness to tell our friends about Jesus, to invite them to church and invite them to you because you can change their lives. In your name I pray. Everybody bow your head, keep your head bowed and your eye closed. If you sit there and you're just like, man, I, I don't really know what this means. I'm kind of confused and, and all this. And man, I, I kind of want a relationship with Jesus and I want to give my life to Christ. And man, I, I understand that 2,000 years ago he died on the cross and he took my sins and he gave his life for me. And man, I know that he rose from the grave and I, and I want to give my life to Christ. And, and I just, I've never done that before. I didn't do that last week. And I just want to give my life to Christ right now. If that's you, would you just raise your hand? Real simple. Okay, a few of y'all. Thank you. And I, I didn't think it would be everybody. I see a few of y'all. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going I'm to, while I'm praying, I'm going to make this really simple for you. I won't make it this simple for you ever because I want you to be bold in these kind of decisions. While I'm praying, I'm going to put my phone number on the screen. And it's my phone number. And if you want to make a decision to surrender your life to Christ, I want you to text me and say, this is, I'm, my name's Kendra. This is Kendra. I'm in ninth grade and I want to give my life to Christ. And I'll text you back and we can start a conversation. I want to make sure you understand that. And several others in the room are getting ready to pray. We'll be finished. We're going to sing some songs in just a second. Several others in the room are just sit there and you're like, you know what, man, last week at Fame Favor, this is a blast. It was a lot of fun. But at the same time, I was one of the 65 students that gave my life to Christ. And I know that my first step of obedience, my next, is to get baptized. I need to get baptized. And so I want to get baptized at first Wednesday next month on April 5th. And I want to do it then. That's when we're doing all our next baptisms. If that's you, then I just want you to text me as well and just say, hey, this is Kendra. Once again, I'm in ninth grade, and I need to get baptized. And you can put that on the screen. So I'm going to pray. I want you to, I'm actually never going to recommend this, but if you're making that decision, while I'm praying, I want you to look at my phone number, pull out your phone, and text me and say those words. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, Lord, thank you so much for this night, and I pray that you just uh, begin to help these students understand that you have so many different nexts for them. Lord, place someone on their mind and their heart that they need to share the gospel with. Help them to understand that their friend could be Kyle Drummer. And although they're cool and they're intimidating and they're awesome and, and everybody loves this guy and all this kind of stuff and this girl, they need Jesus. And you're the voice that needs to tell him or her about Jesus. Help them to understand that. Lord, and I pray that we come back next week and maybe a couple students get saved in between this week and next week, or maybe next Wednesday night students get saved, and we just sit there and say, they were my next, and I gave my, my heart to them because I didn't want to do it, but I did what I didn't want to do, and they gave their life to Christ, and I changed their eternity because I was God's chosen instrument just like Paul and Saul was chosen. Lord, help us to be like Ananias, who's, who's honest and scared, but then he gets up out of his seat and he tells someone about Jesus. And our lives are changed because of Ananias, Ananias, obedience. Help us to be obedient to you. Lord, I just thank you so much for this series. Next, and I pray that we constantly learn about what you're calling us to do. And Lord, as I, as I feel my phone vibrating in my pocket, I pray that other students, that if they need to give their life to Christ and they're serious about it, 
that they will make that decision. And when you get baptized, they'll text me and say, I want to start a conversation about this and understand what it means. Lord, thank you for fame. Thank you for Church Unlimited. Help us to cry out to you every single day and learn what you have for us. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen.